show off. I can clap and some stuff come on around my house too. <laughs> I found that video when we were getting ready to do a show that time and and and, and I, I fell asleep in the in um in the house. Remember I fell asleep in the uh, audience with when you all were doing the sound checks and everything. And you came and put the camera right in my face, remember? Yeah. And I punched you, and you said, "Why are you so angry?" Shut up. <laughs> Why, are you so, Why are you so mad all the time? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I live for those moments. I miss those moments. I love catching you to sleep because you, my, you used to fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> Well, hey, you you got to get your beauty rest no matter where you are. So you just, you know, take a few moments. Is that what it is? That's exactly what it is. All right, Ma. So tell everybody, how was your Mother's Day? Oh, I had an amazing Mother's Day. Of course, um, we went to church and then my sister cooked this whole spread of food and uh, we had the food and everything. So it was really good. But then when I got home, the highlight of my day, my husband had drove all the way to Jacksonville to make that video with you, Marlon. And let me tell you, I have watched it over and over and over and over again. And that was just one of those gifts that money could not buy. And then that was that was just it was just such a moment when I was viewing that video. And then Martin, bless his heart, he him and the the two children. And the dog, and the dog. <laughs> came all the way from Jacksonville in an Uber to see me. Yes. So how much more could a mom ask for? And and Victoria, she just um, you know, she just showered me with 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 love and with her her children doing mm -hmm. wonderful things for me. And I, I mean I, with love and her children. And her children, yeah. How her children were doing wonderful things for me, telling me how much they love me and appreciate me. So I just I value things that money can't buy. I really do. And so what you all gave me this Mother's Day was just priceless, honestly. That's good. Let and me... then on top of that, your daddy asked me to marry him again. And I said, yes. I told you I ain't coming to the, I said, I ain't coming to the wedding. I'm not coming to the wedding. This is like the 13th wedding, y'all. This is like <laughs> the 13th wedding. Then got married like 14 times. I think they would. Then y'all go on vacation and got married again or something. Yes, we did. And we're going to do it again. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't coming to the wedding. I did the reception, you. but I ain't gonna be at the wedding. Okay. All right, Mom. I'm gonna show. Little, I'm gonna show a little bit of the video. What am I gonna do with my wife on Mother's Day? Oh, that's not gonna work. I can't do that song. Hmm. Maybe this song that I did that was good. This song for you. If I kiss, if I held you tight in the morning light, yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna show. If you want to see it more, I'm gonna post the link uh, 
in this uh, description, and you guys can go watch it yourselves. But yeah, mom, mm -hmm. eh, dad was so ex so excited to make that video for you. Like yeah. you don't understand, he was teasing ear from ear. He couldn't even thank a Harley to make this video for you. <laughs> well, it, it it meant the world to me, honestly. Oh my gosh, I have watched it over and over and over again. And your work is amazing, Marlon. It really, really is. I do appreciate you helping your dad pull that off. Y'all got me this time. I got to admit it. Judy, you bring me the charger. Wow. All right, Ma. Tell tell the tell the people what you. So I'm a first grade teacher here in Hollywood, Florida. And um, I, I really, really enjoy what I do. I love what I do. As you all know, in a very, very serious note with the whole COVID-19 thing, we had to go from being classroom teachers to laptop teachers in a day. But the fact of the matter is, is that we, we could not lose touch with our babies because they still depend on us, not just for educational support, but a lot of them depend on us for emotional support as well. And so the hardest part was being away from my students that first week, those ones that can't wait to get to school to say, good morning, Miss Dixon, I love you. Those children give just as much to me as I do to them, especially now that my children are grown. Um, every, every mom needs that. It's just something that I can't really explain, but when you have a child to just say how much they love you and to draw you a picture, I have pictures that students drew me when I was working at Orange Park Performing Arts Academy three years ago. Because mm -hmm. children just, it's just something about their love is just so pure. And so that's why I enjoy doing what I do. I just love pouring into the lives of children. You know, people often say to me, oh, how could you be a, a first grade teacher at your age? because someone has to be there to start the foundation in their life, to give them a positive start. And so I, I, I enjoy being that teacher that stands there in the morning to let them know that I love them coming in the door. And the last thing they hear when they leave the door, my room is you are smart, I make them do this. You are smart, you are strong, and you are loved. So I am a proud first grade teacher. That's amazing, mom. Yeah, it seems like you always, you've always been, well, people don't know, if y'all don't know my mom, she's always been involved, her and my dad been involved with the youth somehow. She was over the summer program, the choir, youth choir, always, always, always active with the kids. Yeah, so kudos for you, mom. Hey, Thank and people so. don't know, you used to work with the um uh, disabled too, ma. Yes, definitely, Marlon. That's, 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 no, Ma, tell them, tell them how you got into working with special needs. Okay, so when I was 17, right there at Clay High School, go Blue Devils, at, right there at Clay High School in Green Coast Springs, Florida, um, the Special Olympics was coming. And I was a class officer and so in my senior year. And, and they asked us if we would volunteer a couple of hours to help out with the Special Olympics. And so I volunteered to help out with the Special Olympics and I'll never forget, there was this one young man, I was volunteering and you, we had to volunteer at different events that they were doing. Yep. And so I was volunteering in the basketball event. And there was this one young man that he could not make the goals at first. He shot like three times, mm -hmm. he couldn't make it. And I think maybe like on the fourth time, he made it. And when he made it, he ran over and hugged me 
I mean, he threw his arms up in the air like he had already, you know, won the gold medal. And when that happened, it was just like such a moment for me. It was so surreal to see how these kids were just so excited about accomplishing small things. Mm -hmm. And so from that point, I just fell in love with children with special needs. And I, that's, that started my, really started my career with children with special needs. Now, uh, just to go back a little bit, Marla, I had my first class at 15. Because mm. your grandmother, mm. my mom, yeah. as you know, she owned three daycare centers. That's where I get my love for children from. Yeah. And 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 so when I was 15 years old, she had me to start taking all the training classes that all the workers went to. And she gave me my first class right there at Penny Farms Daycare Center. And so that's how I started my educational career in education. But then when, when I was in 17 in high school, I started working with children with special needs. And so when I was started working in the school system as an assistant, I worked in an EBD unit, uh, uh, EBD unit with children with the emotional and behavioral disabilities. So it's, it, it, which was very challenging, but I enjoyed doing that as well. And then I also was a manager of a group home with children with autism and development delays. I remember that. What is the famous story of me getting my name Marlon? This is a very true story. Okay. So when you were born in <clears throat> November, <clears throat> excuse me, 1993, mm -hmm. your dad wanted to do the George Foreman thing. Yep. Your older brother, of course, is Martin Jr. Well, he wanted to name you Martin as well. Yeah. So that would have been three Martins in the house. I said, oh, no way. We're not going. We're not doing the George Foreman thing. So I was like, okay. I, but I, I know I wanted your name to have an M. We both wanted your name to have an M. So my compromise with him was we're not doing the Martin Martin the third or second or whatever it would have been. But we will do an M. So the same year, 1993, the Florida Marlins came. Yes. Came out. The Florida Marlins came out the same year. I want to say around the same time. And I was like, you know what? That'll be perfect. Why don't we just name him Marlon? So That's crazy. And that is the beginning of the legend of Marlon Dixon. So please talk about uh, the ministry right now and how that's going. The ministry is going well, Marlon, of course, doing this whole COVID-19 thing again. We had to reshape some things, um, but we never stopped going to the church and we've been doing our Facebook lives. And of course we do, you know, we have no more than 10 people in service and we do social distancing. But I think the reason why we've been persistent and consistent because the gospel still has to go on. Yeah. And, um, and we chose to do it, you know, at our edifice and the church is big enough where everyone you know, can sit more than six feet apart if they so desire. But um, we're enjoying the journey. Our church didn't come with a, a you know, um, room full of members. Mm -hmm. When when your dad came down here, it was just him and the musician and your sister Christina. Mm -hmm. That was it. That's the whole. That was the whole church. And, but over time, we've been here three years now. And God has blessed the church and the majority of our members are young people. And your father, um, is, you know, has the sons of God once again. Yeah, I seen and, that. I seen that. I said, okay, look at the sons of God reborn. Yeah, I see that. He's still pouring into them. Um, I don't have a whole lot of girls yet. When Mariah Marissa comes down and we have another little young lady. So we, you know, still have the God's Princess Girls Club. 
And um, but it's it's just a blessing to be able to continue to pour into the lives of people. Our audience has grown as far as uh, Facebook. We've been doing quite a few Facebook lives, and so we've had people sending us messages. Hey, are you all going live today? I was so blessed by the word today. So we're trying to enhance some things in our audio department. Um, we ordered a camera, which you're going to have to come and show us how. Mm. <laughs> But um, my, your nephew Micah has taken that on. He's so much like you. Reminds me so much of you. Yeah. And um, and just to see Micah, you know, is almost just like you with the sound and and the camera. And then Marlon, I mean Martin, has taught Malachi to play the drums. So sometimes when I look over there, I think I'm listening at Martin because Malachi has mirrored Martin. It's, it's just amazing. Martin took the time to teach him and so it's 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 been a journey and and also Victoria you know of course she's our right hand and she's still right there by my side singing and you know doing whatever else she needs to do to move the ministry forward but this is not about us building us up this is about us building the kingdom and inviting people every day to come to, to, to come to Christ so we're enjoying the journey when when coronavirus is over y'all go to Faith Delivering Deliverance Cathedral, Miami. Ma, tell them the address. Our address is 1180 Northwest 99th Street in Miami. And we'll be glad to have you all come. Marlon came down in November and blessed us. Oh my God, blessed our shoes off um, in his birthday concert. It was actually Marlon's birthday is November 2nd and my husband's is November 3rd. So No, we, Mom. No. No, Mom. It's the other way around. Dad's birthday is November 2nd. Okay. And my birthday is November 3rd. Oh, same difference. All See, the that's, that's the benefit of y'all. Name all these M names. Can't remember birthdays. Can't remember names. Marlon, Martin, Micah, <laughs> Malachi, Mariah. Marlon, Martin, Malachi, Micah, Marissa, Mariah. Now, now imagine the confusion in the house when somebody acting up and you trying to call the right name. It don't never well, work. Well, that was, that was the main reason I didn't want your name to be Martin because I can imagine just saying, Martin, bring your behind here, boy, and then both of y'all coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it still happens. Talk to the people about how you got into playwriting, you know, and your your plays and talk about your plays in less than two minutes. Oh there you go. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> okay, so my so Marlon, the way that happened is and when I was a was I was a child, again mm -hmm. at Clay High, I wrote my first uh script. It wasn't really a script, but I in our English class our teacher's name was Mr. DeWitt and he, he challenged us all the time and so he challenged us to rewrite a famous writing so of course you know I'm a, I was always a, a, a bible girl so I rewrote the 23rd Psalms and oh. I made it to fit where yeah to make to fit to where we live and I actually won a competition from it mm. and so writing just became a part of me you, my daddy and your, your great granddaddy were writers as well oh. and so I think I took that from them. And then, so when I was 15, um, I had to, daddy was the president of the the union, the Middle Florida Clay County Baptist Union. So I had to do a skit and I didn't want to do stuff that I saw everybody else doing. So I just started putting all these little scenes together in my head and I wrote my first skit at 15. Hmm. And it was called A Phone Call From God. I kind of revised one that I saw somebody else doing, but I, I made it fit me. Hmm. So I went from there so that's what started my love for writing. And then I wrote my first play called The Time Is Now, 
um, I don't know what year it was. I think it was like in 99. And it took me six months to write that play. Scenes would just come in my head and I just start writing. Well, this last play, Lord, will I get my rose? I wrote it in 30 days. It took me 30 days. And so Lord, will I get my rose was chosen to be one of the feature presentations at the DC Black Theater and Arts Festival. It was chosen out of 300. There were only 100 shows chosen and mine was one of the 100. Mm. But I do it in two minutes. Yes, you did, man. So <laughs> y'all look y'all look forward. If y'all never seen my mom's plays, they're great. Y'all look forward to them, man. They're, they're awesome. All right, here's Leia. Hey, Le hey, Grandpuppy. Well, until you and Judy have the twins, I appreciate you all having Leia. Now you out of pocket. You can <laughs> get cut off. All of me. I'm going to end it right here. I'm just going to hang so, up. So, Marlon, but before you end, in all sincerity, I want to tell you how proud I am of you. You make me proud to say I'm a mom. You and all three of your siblings. I, I feel so blessed to have um, children like you all. Mm. And I, I often ask God, how in the world, Lord, did you favor me to have these children that I have? You all have been faithful. And I and I just I'm just happy to see how God is blessing your life. I love my sweet little Judy Lynn McAllister. That's a joke between the two of us. She knows what I'm talking about. But I'm so thankful to see how your life unfolded over the years. And and I was using you for an example one time of when you get something instead of your head you're gonna do it and you came to me one day and said mom i want to go to full sale and but then you said how you know but it cost 78 oh i came to you yeah or did i come to you i don't well here's how oh. i i think miss eason showed me and i showed you right and you was like but mom it cost this much money and i remember telling you marlon don't tell me mm -hmm. how big that amount is. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you how big your God is. Yeah, that's what you said. And God made a way for you to go and not only finish your bachelor's degree, but your master's degree. And then two months later, you were married. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you got the package deal. But your dad and I are so thankful um, that you you were always the. I, I'm not saying you were a perfect child, but you were a very obedient child. Stop looking at your watch. I'm the mom. Yeah, okay. But I'm on your Go ahead, mom. <laughs> but I'm on your show, so I heard. Mm -hmm. But you were always a very obedient child. And so you can expect nothing but blessings and favor to come on your life for that. Thanks, okay? mom. So yeah, keep doing what you're doing, son. We're very proud of you. Yes, mom. I say, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be as long as you was, you know, because I ain't that much of a time. But yeah, man, y'all put this in me. And uh, you know, what people don't, you, you say all those kudos on what I see, but I've always had y'all support system. People don't know you stayed up three o'clock in the morning rewriting the essay that I, I wrote in the paragraph. Like <laughs> people don't know how, how, how much you supported me. So I thank you and dad. So before we go, I want you minister uh, Dixon. I want you to say yes. a prayer for everybody who's going through right now, who may have okay. laid off, who may have just having a hard mm -hmm. time and their marriages and everything and their money yeah. right now. So could you just say a prayer for them? Yes, we'll do that. And I want to encourage you all to just have faith in God, okay? The things that are impossible with man are possible with God. Amen. Father, I thank you for this day and thank you for my son and this platform that you have given him. Lord God, that we believe will reach multiplied thousands. 
And I pray for everyone that may be viewing today, Lord God, those that may have been laid off, those that may be going through a, a tough time financially, and, and God, even in their homes, the, the stress from the finances has caused problems in the marriage, Lord God. And, but I ask you, Lord God, you say you would be a very present help in the time of trouble and a refuge for the soul. So I pray, Lord God, that you would just, Lord, bring peace right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will just supply their every need. I pray, God, that they will find joy in the simple things of just, Lord God, being able to spend time together, Lord God, because there are many that have lost loved ones through this tragedy. So I pray especially for those persons, God, that had to say goodbye to loved ones that they couldn't even see, Lord God, and didn't have a chance to really say goodbye. And I just ask for your strength. I ask for your peace. And Lord, most of all, God, that when we come through this, that we'll come out better. Lord God, not bitter. And God, that we'll show more love to one another. We'll be more thankful and more appreciative for the things that you have blessed us with. And most of all, for life itself. We bless, we bless you. Continue to bless Marla's ministry is what I'm going to call it. And his wife, Lord, bless their home and everything concerning them. And thank you for the joy of the Lord being their strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, Mark. Wow. Thanks. I, I tell you, All I right, need that. I know a couple. I know many people needed that across this world. So appreciate you. Well, just let them know they can feel free to reach out to us if anybody wants our personal uh, contact information. If they feel they're feeling, you know, going through it, you know, with this what this pandemic and and depression, whatever the situation may be, then give, give them our information. But I want to tell you all this, find joy in the simple things. I think that that's what many people have learned that when you can't go shopping, when you can't go boating, when you can't go on a cruise, when you can't do the things that you're normally doing, find joy in the simple things. And that's being able to just spend time with one another and to say, I love you and appreciate being able to have life itself. All right. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, now you're being funny. <laughs> <laughs> that has been Mrs. Adeline Dixon. And uh, you know the deal. Subscribe, like if you want, comment, share, whatever. And uh, we'll see you next week. Say it, Mom. On Marlin Meats. There you go.